I believe this time it has worked. Yes. Okay, you can hear me? I can hear you, yes. And what uh, happened to us, Nate, Sam, and Hugh? Technology, suck it. Because we are lucky as all hell when it comes down to it. Uh, no, I am comically unlucky, so this was just par for the par for the course. Yeah. Uh, uh, I've had a have had a had a wild like three days. Uh, oh, 4K? On uh, on Saturday, uh, I I tripped and fell. Um, while out on a walk, I wasn't even like running. I was just kind of kind of like jogging across the street. Tripped and fell. Um, plant you know. Planted my hands to catch my fall. Tore up both palms. Oh, ban- you do. Wearing wearing bandages right now. Um, turned on my side as I fell to kind of you know protect my face, and uh, I was wearing an armband with my phone on it because I didn't have pockets. Fell directly on the phone. Cracked that. Uh, sh- shattered the phone. Um, so that happened. So I had to get walk back home covered in blood with a broken phone. Uh, l- luckily was able to, I have insurance for my okay. phone, which, uh, Hey, you know what? If given that option, do it because, uh, no questions asked. They're like, yeah, we'll fix it. Sure. So that was free. Uh, but I'm still was covered in blood and, uh, had to go to a hotel that was nearby. Cause I was in downtown Clayton, the little uh, area I live, mm-hmm. uh, and went into a hotel bathroom, like in the lobby to wash off the blood. Uh, tried to hide that I was covered in blood uh, first because uh, they probably don't like that at a hotel front no, desk. No, like, why is why is this? I mean, I don't I don't look that sketchy, but why is a gentleman covered in blood coming in? Uh-huh. Uh, so that so that was that. So I got it fixed. Then yesterday, uh, getting out of the car, I dropped my phone again, cracked it. Uh, now I'm gonna have to go to a different T-Mobile because I'm not going back there. No, in two days oh and then i also shredded up the wheel of my car uh pulling out of a a strip mall mm. so uh it's been a it's going well for going away from for nate over here uh and i let me i i don't know how if you've ever torn up your palms like catching yourself on a rough oh. asphalt oh i have uh, not fun. very very uncomfortable i like I'll, i can show you photos both hands are torn up uh one worse than the other obviously one considerably worse. That one. That was your first, dominant you, hand too. The strong hand. Yeah, yeah, the left hand is really the one that I was glad I lo- fell on. Uh, but yeah, uh, it's it's hard to you know grab things and hold the steering wheel of the car. A little mm. difficult. Yep. Uh, when you have such that yeah. So anyway, so, so the fact that uh, the the luck here not surprising. Uh, my my comically bad luck continues. Well, you know, at least you didn't knock on wood break anything significant no just oh this all happened uh in the it was in the park right near the house uh in front of like a little girl's soccer team yeah that's good so um i may have equally they might have found it funny and then traumatized them yeah that's usually Uh, how it goes uh i i do remember in my younger years when i was living back in wales uh i was on the high street as they call it um for those who don't know the high street is just simply the main street and the main street so i'm i don't know why i was in the suit shop that day i was in a suit shop and um i i look out the the door and there's a teen like a tweenish girl 
walking down the street and she completely just face plants. Like, and, and it was one of those things where like Nelson out of nowhere, you just hear the laugh. Happen, and yeah. it was me laughing at that girl oh and see that's a mortified look and then the running away i'm like i'm sorry because i was the only one who saw it because she did that whole look around no one really caught it but i full-on watched that one and I, it, oh yeah well it's not even the first time i fall i fall i it happens yeah. i'm a clumsy i'm a clumsy person i don't think you can get like like i said the uh you know they, they weren't asking they they weren't asking questions at t-mobile it was yeah i mean they get they get a lot of phone people showing up with crack phones so i'm not having but if i show back up like t- uh, two days later they mm. might have questions um but you know what hey i'm paying for the insurance so uh get your money's worth don't question don't question me sir uh i think everything short of like i, I they basically i think they will fix anything for free short of just losing it completely. Like, I don't think, like, total loss is covered, but everything else is covered. Like, you know, drop it, whatever, anything you can do to it. Uh, but I was so proud of myself, too, because I've had this, you know, I had a 14. I don't even remember what number we're up to in iPhones. I think it's a 14. Oh, God. It's, a, it's the latest one. But I've had it for almost a year now. It's last September. And I had not even dropped it once. I was so proud of myself. Not a single crack, not a single nick, nothing. And then all hell's broken loose over the last few years. Usually days. that's how it goes. I remember when I had my iPhones, I'm like, I I'm like, I had never chat. And then like within weeks, I chatter two screens within like the matter of days. I'm like, are you yeah it's it's a problem uh this never happened with no actually i i do you know i will not say it didn't happen with the blackberry because i shattered my blackberry that never happened with the old motorola block phones you could not break those no you, you can't break those things you you could just do whatever you wanted to those things would survive the the, the twinkies and the cockroaches in a motorola block phone that's that those things are surviving nokia sprint uh nokia did i say motorola yeah, yeah. I meant nokia I meant motorola nokia. had a flip I, phone i remember uh, well, Motorola has had the Razor, which is pretty damn cool. But I, I never had a Razor. Oh, the uh, Razor, I, nor I, did I. I. I remember when the Razor came back in what was it, o three o four territory. And like, was that when it came back, or when no, it first first popped came, up? Popped up. Was... Yeah, because oh, because they they re redid it a few years ago, like trying to trying to bring bring the magic back. It was just cool looking. It, it, there's nothing really terribly special about it. It just looked cool. It was and, a cool and, looking phone. Yeah, it was very Tron. It looked like very space age Tron when everybody else's phones kind of looked, you know, like little crappy eighties alien ships. Yeah, yeah, they looked they looked stupid, and the Razer looked cool. But uh, it was a sexy phone. Let's be honest. It was. It was. It was was like all of us waiting for the uh, the Matrix phone to come. You know. Oh yeah. We everyone's like, oh, when's that coming out? When's that? And then it turns out it was illegal. Because it was spring coiled, and you can't have. Oh. That's why it never got released. Is because you couldn't have really? a spring loaded device. It's a switchblade thing. Huh? You, you know how that, switch... I mean, that makes. Sure. Sure. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, did not put that. Through. Did not put that together. That's interesting. Yeah, it, did, it was cool how it popped open in the movies. Mm. So yeah. Oh well. Anyway, how are the, you? Nostalgia how are you? over. I am uh, one day away from closing. Um, the money is out of the account. It's sitting in go. escrow. I'm just kind of like that was a lot of money. 
uh yeah i imagine uh well i hope i hope i haven't washed you know got any bad juju involved in this because everything is everything is everything's coming up millhouse over here so um Uh, what's the opposite of millhouse uh so who's somebody who has amazing luck i don't know i don't know if it's amazing luck my friend i just it it is uh it i don't i don't know i i'm i am in the uh like I'm very excited, very scared. Like there's a lot of change coming, so that's like one of those things that you just gotta kind of roll with it. So yeah, yeah. I'm not not against it. It's just like okay, let's let's do this. So it should be fun. I have, I have <laughs> faith. It's all, it, all yes. It's all going go, all going to go well. I I have to figure out where I'm gonna start recording once moved to said home because there is a. Mm. I'm like uh, I'm think i'm going to be relegated to the, you, did, the you did you did not buy a house with a dedicated no, um, no. Uh, booth you didn't buy like yeah. a like a, an audio room you don't have a recording studio i do not have a recording studio what kind of what kind of house did you buy really Why, you, go, one you went on the cheap I, did, I, I definitely went on the cheap ne- uh, next next you're going to tell me you don't have an inter- uh, movie screening room no 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 that would be an extra million dollars i think to get the space for that the way I was looking at it. Well, tell me, does your pool have a separate pool at least, like uh, its own pool? What is this thing you call pool? I have a bathtub. Mm-hmm. I got three bathtubs. Uh, that honestly, that's actually pretty impressive. Three so, bathtubs. Yeah, um, three um, full bathrooms. It, it, you could, uh, you could, you know what? Try to dig your own pool, and maybe uh, you will find a frozen caveman. Maybe. In the pool. I believe I saw that in a movie once. That, that, if that were the case, if you know, defrost him and he comes back to life somehow because, you know, that's a thing. Uh, well, uh, it is a thing in, in, in Siberia right now. We're bringing back things that have been frozen for tens of thousands yeah, what of disease, years. And that... um, are they going to release on society for the, the, I, I'm to the point now is like scientists just don't care. Or uh, well, no, they've just they care. They've just thrown their hands up because there's nothing they can do. I know it's so the it's, corporations telling them what to do, but at the same point in time, if you're like, oh, we found a disease that's been extinct for hundreds of thousands of years or however long it's been, you think bringing it out would be a good idea? Uh, no, well, I don't think anybody's pro doing this. But yeah, essentially, what's happening is the permafrost, which um, yeah, it's going away. Perma's in the perma's in the name, so it should you know be there for a while but it's not because the world's getting hot is it now uh, didn't know that yeah so the permafrost generally in siberia but it's you know very far north i suppose other places have permafrost but it's siberia is where they're specifically talking about it and yeah it's thawing out and we're getting organisms and and parasites and things that have been uh, gone for millennia yeah that are gonna find their way back um maybe there'll be like an alien spaceship or something down there you know like in uh like in man of steel okay where like his his ship was like in somewhere the somewhere arctic very cold like with yep. snow in the arctic of some kind so maybe we'll find something um i don't know i welcome it i was god wait, how many simpsons references can we pull out within the first five minutes but i was gonna i welcome our alien overlords uh yes that was a good um, that was that was recently uh brought up as in like there is a time traveler that writes for the Simpsons. I know you've seen this theory. Before. Oh God, this—it's so weird. The number of, and I was—I was never a huge Simpsons guy. Really? Like I like—I enjoyed. No, I enjoyed it, but I was never like huge. Like, um, you know, as a kid, I watched it. Right. Um, 
I was always I preferred Family Guy as we got a little bit older. Uh-huh. Makes uh huh. Sense. But I but I've seen these like these memes over the years where people were like this Simpsons predicted this like the Trump presidency and everything. It is remarkable. It is so maybe there is a time traveler there. Never know. Um, Would make sense though. The fact that it's been going for as many years as it, as it has, and they're. Hasn't that show been on for like it's? I know it's past thirty years now, but it's, isn't it getting close to like thirty five? It's, oh, it's amazing. It's, yeah, it's been. Well, it came out in eighty nine, I believe. Something like that. And now, I mean, before that, it was it was you know existed on Tracy Ullman. It yeah. was a little bit different, but yeah, it, just, it existed as a standalone. Yeah, eighty nine, ninety, something like that. What so yeah, that? 30, 34 years. It was. I mean, hell, I mean, Family Guy's already up on 20. Granted, it, it, they were like the two years it was canceled, but it's been steady ever since. Like those animated, South Park, South Park's been around for 25 years. Like those animated shows can just go forever. Simpsons you know, came they, out in 89. Because the, so, the characters don't, characters don't age. Well, which, the, uh, the voices do. Like. Uh, well, they never, none of them, the, the, they were smart to never have kids voice them. Right. So the voices never really. I mean, I suppose that like Hank Azaria's voices is probably getting gruffer as he gets older, but they, for the most part, they don't sound different. No, I'm just saying like, uh, how long, much longer can like? Oh, everyone's kind of like stopped. Uh, like Hank Azaria keep doing the voices and. Hey, uh, as long as those checks come in, man. Yeah, I know. I'm just they like, make they make bank. They're at seven like, seven hundred forty nine episodes now. Like when, uh, Jesus, that's insane. Like that's up there with like, when you see what, uh, like soap operas, because soap operas are on every day, you know? So like when you see like days of our lives, it's had 8,000 episodes. It seems really high, but when you consider it's been on every day for 50 years, that, that kind of makes sense. Um, I was going to say something, but I, my, my brain is, uh, mush. a little, little uh, mush at the t- at moment. Have you, have you been following it all this, this story? It's, it's actually a guy, the, the anti-aging billionaire. Have you followed this guy at all? It's just this, the whole oh, getting old thing. The one it's who like feeds remind- off his son. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this, it, it, this story sort of popped up a few years ago, but then kind of disappeared, but now it's popped up again because the New York post wrote a new article about him. Essentially he's this, um, he keeps being listed as a billionaire. I don't think he is. It's like it's that creative math, the, the same way that like Kylie and Kim uh, were billionaires because of what their company was worth. Right. Essentially, this guy is named Brian Johnson. He's forty-five years old. He sold uh, a while back. Sold his. He had like a payment processing company. Uh, I think it was called like BrainTree Payment Solutions. Um, he sold it to PayPal. Because, you know, it was essentially like a PayPal competitor and PayPal just swallowed it. He bought it for, uh, they bought it for $800 million. Right. So one would assume he got a, not probably not the entire $800 million, but a good chunk of it. Uh, so I don't know, but so I don't know why we're calling him a billionaire, but that's not the here nor there. Either way, he's extremely wealthy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's made it his goal in life to uh, not only live forever, but to actually de-age. Uh, he's 45 and he, he's, he's trying to make himself an 18-year-old again. Uh, like like physically the body the body of an 18 year old like all his organs are going to reverse age that's his goal and um he's spending uh he spends two million dollars a year on this regimen to uh de-age um 
and uh, I, I I wrote down some of the things because uh, it's fascinating. Uh, the one when they list his daily regimen, and first off, why would you want? He, so his goal is to live to two hundred years old. Why? Uh, why would you eight one? Why would you why? want to? I mean, you have uh, money. I guess that's one thing, but still, why? It's like though, though. I will say this. Okay, so the whole thing about like living forever, or living to two hundred. If if you were like say like vampire and you stopped at an age, like right. if I stopped at thirty five and lived for hundreds of years, I might be okay with that. When did you lose your first? Hit? I uh thirty nine four thirty nine. Okay. Uh, well, I guess technically you, that wouldn't have been an issue then because you would have healed yourself if you were a vampire. Yeah, I mean, you're Wolverine, essentially, right? Until you see sunlight and a stake hits you. Yeah, but we the, this is me we're talking about. I can avoid the sunlight. Well, uh, fair. Although, can you? Are you sure? Con- all evidence to the contrary. Uh, I, I don't... clearly have not. Um, but, uh, but, you know, like... what. I feel like if you're living to 200 years, 100 to 200, not that, not going to be that fun. If you're not young again, you know, like, like the truly cruel thing, getting the vampires is like, and this was, this was brought up in the movie and mentioned is like, it was one thing for Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise to live forever at that age, their ages. But the fact that they made like the Kirsten Dunst character stay immortal at like 10, that's fucking cruel because you know, I don't know what the perfect age to live forever is, but it's not 10. No, like you, you probably your twenties. I imagine maybe say mid twenties is probably. I would say like twenty seven, okay, twenty eight would probably. Be I'm, I'm going to be ideal. in this body forever at this age. Yeah, but ten that sucks because no. you never, you can never drink. You know, you can never do well drinking, but you know, you can never, you never. No, you you see what? Yeah, no, no. You see what? They've done this in other things where immortals like Highlander had, on in the TV series has popped up, where there were children immortals, and it was like. Is this is this a new series or no, this no, is see, like the, the, t- the TV 80s, series 90s, that was on the TV like, series that was on like oh greatest theme song of all time well I mean uh, the the Queen theme song yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um but yeah Born to Be Kings I think is the song so, yeah. Born to Be Kings I was trying to think of the name of it so good um the uh, also okay uh, so but, wait but, talk about a movie and a TV show that screws everything up like via the fr- there should never have been a sequel to the Highlander because the whole point of it ended in the first, but somehow they, they jumped the shark with yeah. the second one. Uh, well, it's the same thing. They, I mean, the, it, the, this is not something new. I mean, same thing with the never ending story. This never ending story too. Granted. Yes. It's called the never ending story, story, but he got to the end of the book in the first one. Like in the second one's called never ending story Two: the next chapter, which is even dumber um well you know for hollywood let's be honest they've done dumber things than that yeah, yeah pay, paycheck's a paycheck actually a funny um, thing i got a phone call a cold call about an animation investing into an animated movie from uh somewhere in boston and i was like i thought it was i, I had some fun with it for a second hmm. like i was just like oh so you're, so you're gonna do it no 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 kind of shot them down and kind of said i'm like i i fully embrace what you guys are trying to do good luck but it's a waste of money. Are they, they are they well no actually I was going to say are they trying to do it during the 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 strike but animation is not does fall. not fall within the strike. No, it does not. So it's Which is a lot of people are very pissed off about understandably cuz animators that's a lot of work. They should be unionized. Well that was the funny uh, thing is uh, I think Seth Rogan did something with this t- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles thing which is mm-hmm. going gangbusters and it's um 
it's increased the revenue of toy purchases and things like that. And oh like, yeah, I'm sure. And they were very good with their workers. They're like, we don't want you to be living in the studio just doing animation. So like, I think Seth actually knows what he's doing when it comes to running a production. Seems company. like it. And I'm like, I mean, he's, quite he's, impressed. If yes, given his whole persona, the whole stoner and everything persona, uh, the fact that he does seem to be a remarkably successful businessman is, although most of his successful business is the is the cannabis company, which, which seems is, like it's right up his alley. Good for him. Um, uh, oh yeah, okay. So anyway, back back to the uh, this the anti aging. Oh yeah, guy. sorry. Yeah. So his regiment, his regiment is. The first thing they list, I've seen, I've read a number of articles about him because, like I said, this thing has popped up. It's it's been popping the last week, like even though this story's kind of been around, but everybody keeps talking about his regimen. And they, the first thing they always bring up is that he goes to bed at eight thirty every night. And I'm like, okay, that's not weird. I go to bed at eight thirty. Uh, nothing wrong with that. Um, right. Uh, but he so he he goes to bed at eight thirty. He does these acid peels. Basically, if you see photos of him. Yeah, I'm looking he at him. He is Patrick. He is Patrick Bateman. Yes. Like his his all his anti aging like uh, beauty regimen, skin regimen, like you know in, in American Psycho when he's doing all the skin peels. Um, he he does um, intermittent fasting. Well, not even really intermittent fasting. He will only eat between six and eleven a.m. But he only has one meal. No, just one meal, and it's uh, he it's always exactly twenty two hundred and fifty calories, which was actually not really that high or low that's kind of an average thing but the fact that he just eats once um he he, he takes 111 pills per day okay for for to to basically try to um de-age all his organs 111 that's i i take a lot of pills that is that, that that's a lot of pills um he but the, like you you alluded to in the beginning the weirdest thing about his regimen is that he he swaps blood with his teenage son, mm. which totally totally normal. He he has a he has a seventeen year old son, and he t- takes his son's blood. Like I don't even think they swap blood so much as he takes his son's blood. Like the the son doesn't get the blood back. Like doesn't they're not he doesn't get his dad's blood back. No. In fact, in fact, it's a tri generational thing because he uh, this man Brian his son his son's name is Talmage, which I think is a hysterically weird name. Talmage. Talmage and then uh then Brian's father who's 70 years old they all swap blood in like a not even like a circle the 17 year old gives blood to the fa- to his father who's 45 the 45 year old gives his blood to the 70 year old and I guess they think it does something huh. uh, although he admitted he admitted that he actually is going to stop doing the blood thing because he doesn't think he's getting results which I'm not kind of I'm not entirely sure what kind of results he's looking for right um, but okay. So yeah, on top of that, then he, um, so at this point he think he's been doing this for several years. Again, I, I don't even know where the $2 million a year, uh, where that goes. Cause I'm reading like the 111 pills a day, acid pills. Sure. Uh, weird food. Sure. But where's the hundred or where's 200, 2 million. I don't know. But by his calculations now he's, he's, legally 45 like that's what his birth certificate says right but he claims to have the biological age of, of a 36 year old the skin of a 28 year old and the lung capacity and fitness of an 18 year old 
and it's really funny to see all like the the like since this story's been going around, a lot of doctors have chimed in. Nutritionists and doctors are like, "Yeah, that's not true." Like all of them say basically the same thing, being like, "He looks good for forty five, but he's still forty five, and that's never going to change. He's never getting any younger." Uh, but it's you know it's a bizarre story. This is what happens with super rich people who are super weird. Oh, speaking of weird stories of rich people, have you heard about? Obviously, you probably heard about the Michael Orr lawsuit oh, that's God. pending. Yeah, yeah. The Tuies and the the, the Tuies. Yeah, uh, evidently it turns out that the uh, the beloved family from the Blind Side is uh, they're Not shitty so, people. Yeah, shitty shitty people. Um, yeah, this. So he, Michael Ower, so yeah, if you've seen The Blind Side, uh, Michael Ower was the, you know, the, the son who was brought in by the rich white family. Um, he is suing the family, or the parents specifically. They're, they're, it's, there's two kids, you know, all these characters are in the movie. There's two, they're not kids anymore. Son and daughter. Like, son and a daughter. Uh, I remember their names as SJ and Collins because I actually enjoy The Blind Side. Uh, it turns out it's mostly fiction. Um uh, but yeah, he is uh, Michael Ower, who is suing them for basically saying that they screwed him out of any sort of... Well, they, they they scammed him on many levels. Basically, they he thought he was being adopted by oh, them. Yeah. But it turns out the paperwork he signed was actually putting him in a conservatorship where they controlled all his finances, which is somewhat important given that he went on to play in the NFL for seven years. Uh, so he he made a he made a pretty decent living. Uh, got zero from yeah, the movie. Yeah, Sounds that like. was it. Is that he got he got nothing from the movie, uh, and he claims that the the entire family made money off the movie, not just the parents, but, but the, the kids, kids got yeah. a chunk. The they kids got, like got a chunk. Quarter thing. each, quarter mil each, something something like that. Um, and yeah, he's claiming that they totally screwed him out of this, and um, the. The father, his name's Sean Tuey, who, by the way, did not. Okay, so the movie you could have, you could probably you, the, you could tell the movie was taking liberties because they could not have made that more of like a white savior story. Oh, about this, absolutely. Like this, because Michael Orr, all this entire time when the book came out and when the movie came out, the real Michael Orr was saying like he distanced himself from it completely. He was like, this story is not true. It's making like the whole in the movie. It makes it seem like he's like a stunted with like a he, that he's like an enormous g kid with the mind of a ten year old. It made right. it seem like he was just stupid, and it made it seem like in the movie Sandra Bullock like teaches him how to play football, which is not true. Michael Orr's like, no, I played football my entire life. They didn't teach me how to play football. He's like, I'm not, I wasn't an idiot. He did grow up in a very rough situation. Yeah, but like the the whole Sandra Bullock like, te you know giving this this kid this life is it it was clearly you, you watch the movie and you're like this probably this is really making the family look very good this probably isn't all accurate and even in the liberties in the movie like the father who's played by tim mcgraw in the movie um doesn't really have much of a role in the movie like he's you know he's there he's he's like nice father but like in real life he was just as in on it as the mother right but they yeah. made the, they made the mother the main character in the movie but what was super shady also that people never really picked up on is that um, the writer of the book of The Blind Side that came out before the movie, his name's Michael Lewis. He's no a childhood friend. He's a childhood friend of the father. 
So like this uh, is a family friend writing this story. So of course it was going to be biased. Um, and 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 since this, so this kind of all broke really over the last day or two because of the, because of the lawsuit. So the family's already released statements. The father, Sean Tuey, he admits that they had him sign a con- in a conservatorship and not an adoption. But what the he father just found is out saying, about it though, like that's the, the thing. Fa- yeah, but what the father's saying is the reason they did a conservatorship instead of an adoption was because Michael was already 18 and you can't legally adopt uh, somebody who's over 18. Um, so they were told so – so he's acknowledging that it was a conservatorship, but he's sort of feigning ignorance where he's saying like what they were told was if, if, if Michael – if they wanted Michael to, to not just be part of the family but legally like in terms of health insurance and, and there was an issue with um, – with academics and with him going and getting into Ole Miss where he went in the, you know, that's where Michael Orr went to college and played football. So the, the Tui family was saying, no, we had to sign him to this conservatorship or else we couldn't get him into all of these things. The thing is, is that he's still under the conservatorship and he's in his thirties now. Uh, and he didn't know he was in a conservatorship. Um, and yeah, so it certainly makes them look real shitty. Mm. Uh, and but they're they're claiming now the family's really coming out today uh or uh two days ago if you're when you're listening to this uh or depending on when you listen to it i suppose um the family has hired a very high profile attorney his name is marty singer uh famously cover uh you know works for very high-end clientele he's uh, he's known as the legal pit like tmz gave him a nickname he's the legal pit bull uh, so when you and generally his client like he he's the he's the Kardashians attorney he's oh, he's a number of very high profile you know but je- he's a lot of his his clientele are people who do shady things because he's that ty- he's he's that type of attorney as as uh, as Cher Horowitz would say in Clueless about you know her dad was a litigator and Cher says he that's the scariest kind of lawyer yes yeah so the family is coming out today like you know gloves off and going on the attack saying that that michael knew he was in a conservatorship and how dare he try like (coughs) the family saying that michael ower tried to extort the family out of millions of dollars uh saying like if you don't give me i think they said 14 million dollars then i'm going to release this story to the press it's going to make you guys look really bad so now they're going on the attack so it's a bad look all around um but I, I, but people are really, you know, I, there were a lot of people that were already onto it by watching the blind side being like, this, this is probably not how this happened. Yeah. But now poor, poor Sandra Bullock's getting pulled into it. Like where there's now a growing like trend on Twitter with people talking about how she should give back the Oscar, which is absurd because if most fictional characters or most um, not, you know, most, his, most real people portrayed in movies, uh, the accurate, you know, the, the, hell, we talk about Braveheart all the time. Nothing in that movie actually happened the way, it, the way the movie said it happened. Like that shit happens all the time. Plus, if anything, Sandra Bullock should be given a second Oscar for making this woman seem likable because she turns out she's just a terrible person. Uh, and and Sandra Bullock at least made her, although not even that likable. Like if you go back and watch The Blind Side, she's not terribly likable, but more so than she appears to be in real life. Uh, so yeah, that's it's just a sad story all around. Like I assume he, I mean I don't know what his, fi- I mean the fact that he's suing now means his finances must not be great. 
because I, mean, I don't know if it's well, that or it's just getting what he deserves from what his likeness and like if he got nothing yeah. from that movie it's like that's a movie about him that wasn't about him no and, the, yeah the movie and the book yeah so. and there, there were so many other shady things like that they didn't really mention in the they kind of glossed over in the movie and that one of his high school coaches in in real life was uh hugh freeze who mm. went on to become the coach of old miss and actually got fired from Ole Miss for really horrible NCAA violations. Uh, and now he coaches at Liberty University, which is the um, the Falwell School. That's not even really a school. Uh, and all kinds of sh- there's just the movie glossed over so much to make that family look just like so good. Um, but and the family is the family's worth an insane. I think they mentioned it at the end. Like I don't remember. I don't recall what what's that called. Like when you the the info that they give like before the credits it's like the you know when they give an update on what people have been up to yeah they bought like uh, something you know, the, like 180 more whatever like chains well they, and... they sold they i don't even remember if they mentioned it if they i think they yeah they mentioned it in the movie because there was a joke about how the, the father owned all these fast food restaurants uh, because they were like eating kfc a lot or something mm-hmm. uh so he owned a number of franchises which he sold for like hundreds of millions of dollars so the family's exceedingly wealthy and that's what one of the family's excuses now when they came out on the attack they were like why would we screw michael out of of chump change like hundreds of thousands of dollars when we're worth hundreds of millions of dollars which first of all they were not they were not worth hundreds of millions of dollars at the time no. now they are um, and when has that ever stopped rich white people from trying to screw over uh, poor people of color? Disenfranchised what? Like, no, never. Not a like thing, hundred, having hundreds of million dollars only makes that more likely, not less likely. Oh, it's just, uh, I, I do, it's, it is, I don't know if sad is the right word. I, I don't know how to sit here and look at it just being like, oh, this is, uh, you know, it's just annoying. I don't know. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's frustrating. It's, it's I like... mean, it. But the Sandra Bullock thing is insane. Like, I mean, it was like it was a. I wouldn't say it was a great. Certainly, I mean, it was nominated for Best Picture. We should. I mean, it did not win. It should not have won. I have no problem with her winning. No, she was. She was um, fine. It was. You know. And she got to pull that great double of winning the Ra- the, uh, the the Razzie was Award it? the night before. Yeah, well, it was all about Steve. Uh, was all, all about Steve. Yeah, and she showed up. That that was one of the greatest of like that's that's why you you can't help but love her. Um, like of all the, you know, we, over the years, there've all always been the America's sweetheart actress, uh, like Julia Roberts, Reese Withers, you know, a number of actresses that were like called the anointed America's sweetheart. And a lot of them are not like Julia Roberts and, and Reese Witherspoon, not terribly nice people in real life, hmm. but Sandra Bullock never heard a, never heard a bad word about her. Yeah. And she won that the year, I, whatever year that came out, um, I don't even remember what year the bride. I think 2014, maybe. I could be pulling that year out of somewhere. But yeah, like Sandra Bullock starred in the the Blind Side and starred in All About. Was it All About Steve? Is that what you said? Yeah, All About Steve. That was the All uh, About. Yeah, with her and Bradley Cooper. Right. Which was a oh, such a bad movie, and she was nominated for a Razzie for worst actress. And and the Razzies are always given out the night before the Oscars. You know, it's like a they they obviously do that on purpose, and she won the Razzie for worst actress for that movie and then the next night she won the oscar for best actress which is very funny and she most of the time a lot of celebrities don't have a sense of humor about it so they don't they don't like being nominated for razzies no uh but she had a great sense of humor about it maybe because she knew she was on the fast track to win the oscar the next night maybe that helped but like 
she showed up to collect her Razzie. Uh, and even when she walked out on stage to collect her Razzie, she was pulling a wagon full of DVDs of all about Steve, all about Steve DVDs. And she was handing them out. Like, so she's got a, she had a great sense of humor about it. I always appreciate that. Like actors know when they're in shit movies, that some of them just take themselves way too seriously to acknowledge it. Yeah, no, no. I think Halle Berry, Halle Berry won a Razzie yeah, she for, went uh, Bat, well. uh, for uh, Catwoman, I yes. think. And she showed up. So like, I appreciate that. That makes people makes people seem more likable and this is it's especially unfortunate right now I, mean, I don't know if you've been following any of like sandra bullock news over the last week but she's going through like a horrible Didn't her tragedy. partner just pass away as well yeah her her boyfriend of uh or, see they started dating in like 16 so boyfriend of what seven eight years yeah uh passed away from als jesus and okay. uh and and evidently they were able to keep that a, like he was not a celebrity no, like, like he was, he had become a name, re, like over the years because he was Sandra Bullock's boyfriend. Like he was not a celebrity in his own right. He was a photographer, like a local photographer. She hired for her um, son's like ninth birthday party or something, um, and they started dating. So he was not a celebrity. Uh, so it's not like he was somebody in the public eye. Right. But like they were able to keep his ALS diagnosis and the entire entirety of his you know, debil deb debilitation, yeah. debilitation, is that a word? Um, they were yeah. able to keep that under wraps, like to the point where, you know, she's kind of disappeared. Like Sandra Bullock has not done much over the last, you know, uh, many, many years. She did that movie last year that was kind of her comeback, that one with Chris Hemsworth. That kind of, no, no, I'm sorry, Chan Channing Tatum, excuse me, Channing Tatum. Uh, yeah, there's Bird Box, but even that is pretty far. We're pretty far removed from that. That was like five or six years ago. At the same point in time, um, but like she doesn't really have to work that much. No, no, she doesn't. No, certainly doesn't have to. And and so it's entirely possible she's done it done it by choice. But now now we realize that it was she was helping to take she's care of her She's been producing boyfriend. a bit too. Like she she, she was. She was all well. She did. I can't recall the name of the the movie she did with Channing Tatum, where it was like it was the basically the a, a, okay, yeah, it was basically Romancing the Stone, but it rever yeah. the reverse Romancing the Stone. And then she was in Bullet Bullet Train, the Brad Pitt movie, because they did a fun uh, swap with each other, where she showed up in Bullet Train and he showed up in Lost City, right. Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um. So, uh. But yeah, no. It's so she's going through a lot. Like her, the, her. So her boyfriend of that passed away from an ALS. Just I, I can't think of many worse. I mean, well, you know, obviously dementia and Alzheimer's are bad ones, but ALS just seems especially brutal. Like for for the amount of time it takes that you know it's how it's going to end, and how it's not even just the mind. It's every you know. It's just everything about it yeah. seems awful. So. So she's going through this, and now she's getting dragged into this this thing about these awful people she portrayed in a movie. Yeah. Like that's not that's not fair. I I just had that depressing moment that the Heat, her comedy with um, uh, McCarthy, Melissa McCarthy, yeah, it came out ten years ago. Oh God. Yeah. Like. Yeah. No. I I I I held when I saw when the Blind Side came out. I was like, no, it hasn't been that long, right? No. What is it? It's it's fifteen, coming up on fifteen years since that came out. 09? Yeah. Oh, was it oh nine? Yeah. yeah 09. That's. Uh, I don't. I don't like eight. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. You want to? Should we find a seventeen year old to swap blood with? Yeah, because... I guess. I guess that's the only way we're going forward. But uh, I don't know. We we don't have billions of dollars to you know keep this regiment. Up. You don't. You you don't have two million a year. No. That can, uh... No, that I can 
piss away on something like that? No, no. Well, the funniest, the funniest thing about the anti-aging billionaire guy, and a lot of people were chiming in on this, is that they were like, "What? This guy is spending this fortune to live miserably." By the way, like this does not seem like a life. Not a fun one. You'd want. No, like, okay, you'll live forever, but you seem miserable. And a lot of people are saying, like, meanwhile, my grandparents back in the old country, like Greece or Italy, are just eating shit and smoking cigars and hand-rolled cigarettes, and they're living to 115. Like, they, they, they've, they've got it figured out. It was I, – I saw this, this thing popped up. It's like, uh, you know, like all my memes or whatever my algorithm has gone to, home purchasing, financing, blah, 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 recently. So obviously for many reasons. And uh, it was a woman talking about, you know, how, how the American dream doesn't exist and, like, what the costs were to be. And if you like move to France, what it would be, and you would be like, "Oh, okay, why am I still here?" You know, I yeah, it's yeah. like twenty five hundred oh, a month for France, while it's like six thousand a month here. I'm like, oh, we're well, doing it's like it that wrong. Joke, it's like that joke in uh, Euro Trip, which love that movie. Such a such a banging movie. No, totally underappreciated, but like you know, in Euro Trip, they ran out of money. Uh, well, you know, it's a, about high school kids that are going on this crazy trip in Europe over the summer. They run, or they think they run out of money. They have like two dollars left to their name after a number of scams and and trying to trying to make their way across Europe. And they're they're in. I don't even remember if they named the country specifically, but they were in some like former Soviet Eastern Bloc country. And they, but they realized that they were stuck there with only two dollars. But because of where they were, that two that two dollars made them live like kings. Right. They were like staying in a in a in a penthouse and going out to these fancy restaurants because the joke there was is that the cost of living over there is nothing. Right. And we're doing it wrong. Is is the what what is the cost of living in Wales like? Uh, it... just as bad as it is here. Just different. It... I, it's cheaper, obviously like in a sense but it's you know they, they get you get hit with higher like gas prices gas doesn't go by the gallon it goes by the liter and it's still more expensive like per gallon if you do that uh and and i assume you have to pay some sort of um a tax directly to king charles right there are taxes to the, the royals yes that is a thing do they do they, do they still do the prima noctum like the, no. taking your wife, the no, wife no, no, on the no, first no. night is that yeah. something that, I got that's rid of? that's over uh, I believe at this see point that's what Charles should have brought back first day yeah we're bringing back we're bringing took back him a day to bring back the the Prince of Wales so he could have let that title go but he was like no my son must have it so mm. uh, that's great mm -hmm. not that they don't have enough titles to begin with and you know I I still will never to this point and date understand why uh, there are royalists at the level that there are it's like they praise that family like it's something that you know they actually did something outside of just come out of someone's crotch Ooh. and just happen to be from someone else's really, no. well i mean at least that the the the, the royal royalist i guess um that's been around for a while like yeah, i stand like... stand culture in general uh you know we've as we discussed at length like i the, the swifties Oh. The Swifties and the Bay, the Bay Hive, like I don't understand their, and it's not even just them. They're they're I've they're like devoted fan bases for even lesser musical acts and celebrities, but they're still just as diehard. Yeah, the Kardashian family. There, there's yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. To the point where they will go, they consider themselves like an army that will go on the attack against other fan bases, and 
and a lot of the celebrities that like have these fan bases, the celebrities are like, guys, don't, I don't want you to do this. I don't want you to, I appreciate that you're my fan, but you guys are insane. Like Ariana Grande basically said that to her fan base who are just as, as crazy as the Swifties and things. Ariana Grande's like, guys, dial it back. I love that you're my fans, but what are we doing here? Like, you guys are insane. Like, they're just the, the, yeah. it's madness. I mean, I, I, the, 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 I mean, every, if, if I should, I wish I could, or I guess I could, but I probably need to mute Taylor Swift on, on Twitter because her fan, although unfortunately that would, that would actually end up muting a lot of my friends. Cause I have, we have, we have a number of Swifties in our, really in our shocker. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like to the, like she played six shows, I believe at the, Don't at know. SoFi last week over the last week and a half. And, um, I know several, I have several friends who you were friendly with as well, uh, who went to multiple of them. Really? Multiple? Y- yeah. And that was not a cheap. No. And, and that's a that thousand dollar ticket cheap, from my, my understanding. Yeah. Like you have, you have people talking about how they, they gave basically a month's rent to go to a single Beyonce show, but it was totally worth it. It's like, in what world is that worth it? I don't. No, like I enjoy a live show. No, no, I don't. I used to enjoy a live show. I don't, like I, I'm the same. You know what? I it, even my fa- like I've seen some of my. I don't even know if I if I had to say what my favorite band. Probably right now, I would say it's still probably Jimmy Eat World. It's mm-hmm. all, my favorite. They've always kind of been my favorite band over the years. Um, you know, I like all kinds of music as you know, you know, I like the cheesiest pop in the world, but if I had to say like, who is your favorite band? Probably Jimmy world. I've seen them. I've seen them multiple times with Sam. Right. Uh, I've seen them many times. I do not feel the need to see them whenever they come through town. Um, I enjoy a concert. I enjoy going to, you know, live music, but it's not, it's definitely not something I'm going to spend hundreds upon thousands of dollars on. Hmm. I just don't get it. I no, don't get I, it. I, and it's like it's 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 like a religion to some people. I think it's a it's a, a push for social media clout for some. Like, you know, look at me, look where I I get to go. Um and like I I don't know. I honestly at this point in time I'm just like I found uh my Lollapalooza ticket from 2003 the other day. And I, nice. Was that back when it was that was back when it was an actual tour? It's, like, it's, you know, over the last de- decade it's been just a only in Chicago. in Chicago. Right. Which I'm like, whatever, that makes sense. It's like have the people come. It, it, you know, yeah. cuts down your costs, you do two days, you get just as much money if not more. Because it's a larger venue. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was when it was touring. It was Jane's Addiction was still headlining at the time. Um, nice. you know, well, it, was his, it was his festival, yep. right? Like yep. Perry Farrell created it. Mm-hmm. And it was $65. Nice. One day or one was day. it a mo- weekend? One day. Okay. One day. It wasn't a, like, a yeah, festival festivals used to be one day. Like, well, uh, not, not all, all of them, them. But like Bonnaroo like was Coach- still a thing. Uh, well, Coachella has always been, Coachella was always three days. Now it's two weekends. Yeah. Um, well, no, it's, but just, like, but it's Back to back, like it's back to back weekends of the same show. So I'm like, if you go for two weeks, yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's it's Friday through Sunday, then a few days off, and then Friday to Sunday. It's yeah. not like the entire week. Um, but yeah, like the the I feel like the one day show in Lollapalooza now is is the is yeah, it's a weekend show, and the one in Chicago, I believe. Yeah. Um, uh, the one day the one day music festivals kind of disappeared. Like uh, Sam and I went to Inland Invasion like many moons ago. Uh. I, they, that was a great show, but that was a one-day show. Like, 
I'm trying to think that they do pop I, up. It's know. usually like the older acts. It's like there was that, um, you know, emo whatever. Like everyone was performing. Like, you know. Oh yeah, they, yeah. Oh man, that that thing looked like a. Actually, that one did not look like a dream because it was all. It was like a million acts in a single day, and it was like I would. I, would I don't miss know that, how I do. Yeah. Schedule. Yeah, you know, you got like eight stages, and it's like. At least that's the one good thing about like a Coachella that's spread out over three, three, four days is that at least they don't they try to stagger the big acts. Like you might get some conflicts, but but when you're doing a one day a one day festival with like fifty bands, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna miss a lot of. Then I'll be honest, I don't know music anymore. I've just kind of like, it is what it is. I just. Uh... Oh, I gave up. I for a while there, like back when back when like satellite radio was all the jazz and i'd hit, i just pop i just like have on the hit station mm. and if it was an if it was an act or a song i hadn't heard before i'd just jump on like spotify or apple music and add it to a playlist and be like oh that's cool but now i don't even listen to that anymore so i don't even know like i music. i kind of just go spotify mixtapes or whatever they have like they'll have playlists and i'm like oof, i like that i'll find it like but i'm like even yeah. that's old now like it's because I keep getting the same music over and over again, the same acts. I'm like, okay. Oh, speaking like, of, I, I I couldn't even tell you if some of like my my you know if I did like run off my favorite bands like Block, Jimmy World, Block Party, um, some other. I if you could tell me that they released new music in the last five years, and I would I would not, I would believe you, but I would not have any way you know I would not know that. I just yeah. I get you know music's fine I guess I, it's just not my it's not my thing but it, obviously some people obsess over it. What can you do? Uh, the, so speaking of speaking of music and how like this this uh, this is one of those spiraling out of control but I've you know it's like one of those good bad things it's like uh, the Richmond uh, what is it Richmond North of Richmond act. Oh God! Oh the 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 oh what did somebody oh somebody had a great nickname for him? They called him like oh yeah he's just the the, the guy who wrote the the pandering song. Basically now the entire Oliver Anthony it, is his name. Yeah, it's become a thing. Like special, it's mostly right wing, almost entirely. Oh, it, it's right entirely right wing. Where, yeah, because because they keep because because they they acknowledge that there is a that is a vacuum that needs to be filled is like the right wing musician hero because so many so, like so many actors basically all of entertainment you know is so generally skews more liberal mm. obviously they're they're outliers but generally speaking so whenever like the right can latch on to like a scott bayo or a christy swanson or Kevin anybody Sorbo. they they act like that's a huge like they act like that person's like a huge star as if we should care that Kevin Sorbo is a Trump supporter. Like I have not thought of Tim Kevin Sorbo in a very long time. No. Uh, but yeah. So then now, now that because of the Jason Aldean thing, that uh, went sideways. Like that dropped quickly. Yeah. Like that went up yeah. and then it came down real quick. And this is a yeah. now. Yeah. So this here's the thing. It had like the like the guy who's singing the song. It's it's spot on for everyone. It's not just. You know. Well, the thing the thing about the song, so I don't recall what the song's called. Uh, but Richmond, yeah, north a, of Richmond. It was all about. Oh, that's the name of the song. Yeah, I didn't realize that was the name of the song. Oh, that's the name um, of the song. So yeah, like essentially, this guy is uh, fancies himself like a like a modern day like 
this is a dated reference, but like an Arlo Guthrie, Bob, D- maybe more Bob Dylan, you know, like kind of fancies himself that, but it's very, but you're right. The song isn't actually super right wing. It's actually more libertarian. Yes. Uh, the only, the only things that were kind of, um, he does attack like the welfare system. Yes, he does. Uh, and he attacks like taxes. Um, so, Which, but it, otherwise, we're put in place otherwise, by the right wing. So that's, that's, you know, yeah take it how you want uh but the song is it's not terrible which it's not a terrible kills song. me to say it's not ter- i mean the, the lyrics suck and it's clearly just a like and there there have been people that have been saying that you know this is not just some grassroots guy you know out of nowhere that wrote this song that's now become a huge superstar there are people that are actually claiming that there's money behind it like that yeah, almost like almost like a Manchurian Candidate situation where they made this guy. They made this guy, but the but the people behind it are like big money because it, the 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 things that he talks about in the song, like the taxes and and well the welfare, you know, bashing the welfare system and all that, like these are things that billionaires actually. Th- these are their politics. Yeah. So there's there's and people are also saying like it's weird that this struggling musician has like very expensive equipment and the, the sound, the sound, the production quality of the song is remarkable. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that could just be like conspiracy theory, but there are people who are saying like, this guy's not like legit came out of nowhere. No, but the uh, reason why I'm like, I, oh no, no, there, there was a plan escalated like the, within the algorithm and of everything is like all of a sudden it popped up everywhere on one day specifically. And it was everywhere all of a sudden. And that was like 24 hours, boom, number one on Apple, you know. And I go, listen, I hats off to the kid, um, you know, it, in the sense that like, okay, is, go is get, he a kid? I honestly have no concept. I mean, he's 20 he something, so he's got to be, you know. Oh, he's okay. But okay. at the same point in time, I go, I look at it like this. I'm like, there are themes within that song, and there are points in, that are made within the song that everyone should be able to agree with. And it just, it, it's not. The, the thing is, the the misconception of it is like the rich, north of Richmond. It's just rich men everywhere, yeah. rich people yeah. everywhere. It doesn't matter. Um, and yeah, it's not yeah. This, this. Yeah, I love that. I love that he the 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 concept of the it's a, you know he's bashing the rich men north of Richmond, you know northerners, yeah. uh, as if uh, as if southern rich, rich people, people don't are, exist. Yeah. And they haven't been taking advantage of everyone to begin with already. It's just they keep voting it them back in, and it, it, so I'm it, like, it, it does. It does kill me though. That, like this, that the song is pretty good. Like the like the the Jason Aldean song sucks. Yeah, no, this is solid. This uh, is not a bad. It's it's song. Uh, it's a it's a it's it's not a banger, but it is a. Uh, I call it a bop. It's a bop. Yeah, okay, bops. Okay, because I'm like yeah. I because I didn't listen to it all. Like I heard the first lyrics of it before I sent it to you, and I was like. Okay, I'm like, and then I, as I send it to you, I was like, I started doing some research. I'm like, this is a bit, I'm like, there's something up with this. When I knew it was going to be this like right wing anthem song, yeah. and it was just, it just well, and and it's, I think it's people are equating like saying thinking saying it's 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 a right wing anthem because of the people who are like promoting it, like Marjorie, uh, every single and, one uh, of them. Yeah, a lot of those super right wing people are like, this is the hero we've been waiting for. Um, so I'm not even sure they listen to the lyrics really. No. Uh, 
but yeah, so I, I'm curious to see where this, what this, what, what, what happens to this guy, where this guy goes. Oh, you'll be the country uh, music awards, and then some Republican will, you know, be like, yeah, that's. I'm like, and you're the ones who vote against all the things that he's singing about, in the sense, or vote, you know. It's, it's just. How, it's just how silly. long do we think before he's like playing Trump campaign stops? Uh, within the month, like, well, as long which as is, which is ironic on so many levels because his song is. Yeah, bashing not, exactly yeah. what he did. And it's not... Yeah. And the irony that it's all lost and they just blame Biden for everything that's happening. I'm like, you can't do that. You gave credit to Trump for everything going mm. out, leading up to it that, you know... The good stuff. The you good gave stuff, credit for the good stuff. But the stuff, bad stuff the you bad. can't do. Yeah. And Nate, on that high note of, you know, politics... Was it a high so, note? No, it's never a high note when we get into politics, and you know we go scatterbrained because were, that's were, us. Were there any high notes here? Because all I all we talked about know. was uh, the awful blindside family. We talked about the awful anti-aging guy. We talked about this awful. So I, I don't think there were any high. Yeah, high this week notes. was just awful. Let's just break it up to this. This is awful week. Yeah. Awful, awful episode. And don't even get me started about how my wolves got fucked royally. Did in I send you that? Game. Yes. Okay. Yes. And I, I I watched it live. I'm well aware yeah. of what happened. Good times. Bullshit. Bullshit. Newport one. Hey, and the Matildas are still in it. Go Australia. There you go. Pull it. Uh, hey, it's hey, it's the column, the the semis of the women's World Cup this weekend. I believe it's tonight. It's tonight. Tonight, yes. Um, colony versus colony. It's gonna yeah, it's gonna be the Colony Bowl. It's uh, Australia versus England. I, I was gonna go with Prison Bowl, but you know, hey. That works too. That works.